0: hello hello <laughs> hey guys welcome to winging at the west wing podcast my name's andrea and i'm joined today by our friend sarah johnson hello and today we are going to talk about season six episode four liftoff mm-hmm. ground control to major <laughs> oh, <tongue>. too soon <laughs> oh why is it too soon that's bowie Oh no! He died. Oh, I did an unbeknownst Bowie. Yes. Sorry, guys. No. In other news, it's C.J. Craig's first day as chief of staff, so we have a lot to talk about. I love it. I tend to want to do a TikTok first, but mm-hmm. Sally likes to sing, so okay. I guess we'll just we can sing. Okay. <clears throat> Ready. <clears throat> uh, da, da. to come in with that part. I, I don't. I know. I wonder. If, is anybody like a band geek or an orchestra nerd that learned to play that? Because if you have, I, I think I just want to open up our inbox to that. Yeah. If you want to record yourself playing the theme song, uh-huh. not singing so much, because I know that we all have amazing singing oh, voices. Oh yeah, we lovely. Uh-huh. But send it to us. I think it'd be a fun intro for our podcast. The most so. unique one. If if possible. you have like a kazoo, yeah. A triangle. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not a recorder because that's just annoying. No, I want, I want like a whole symphony of podcasts. Like, like what Fallon does with the kids' yeah. toys when he gets the kids' instruments and yeah. they do the thing. And- well, feel free to send it to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. But first, my friends, we are going to talk about lift off. Uh, a quick TikTok of what happens mm-hmm. in this episode. Well, CJ, it's a bit, it's CJ. Let me, let me upgrade. She just got <laughs> she a, sure a huge upgrade. Uh, she is now chief of staff, as Leo is still in the hospital. Um, a man tries to sell her enriched uranium, yeah, so that's fun. exciting. first day of the job. Mm-hmm. And because she moved over to the chief of staff role, that means that the press secretary role is vacant, and that has some funny consequences. Mm-hmm. And so there is a search for a new press secretary, um, and Donna and Toby are heading that up. And then we meet... Two important people. Yes, very important people. I was always confused when I saw the cover on Netflix because you, you see Jimmy Smits, mm-hmm. who is now, he's officially in the opening titles, yeah, like, yeah, and we is. haven't even met him, so right. it, that would be shocking. And uh, Kristen Chenoweth, Glenda, Glinda. Glinda. the Good Witch, some might say. Uh, so it's a, it's a momentous day. It is. It was a big, I mean, honestly, it was kind of a an episode that you didn't there didn't seem to be a whole lot of like drama or anything like that but there were a lot of big things that got introduced in this episode that are going to oh. take us forward. Oh yes. Indefinitely. Let us, uh, I mean, I don't even know how to begin. Well, I mean, how would you like to be awakened, or I guess, you know, a (laughs) knock on your door at 5.30 in the morning by a whole team of people? I don't want to be awoken by anybody at 5.26 in the morning unless it's Ryan Gosling. Seriously. And even then, he better be bringing me coffee because I'm still (laughs) going to not want to talk to him unless there's some caffeine happening. But no, with like an escape plan for if there's a bomb or a, oh no a nuclear, a, a nuclear inc- incident yeah. yeah and then then she has to go to a field yes she goes and make your way and all do haste <laughs> so i mean it just sets it up perfectly it that does. she's in a completely different realm. oh yeah i mean she went to bed one way and woke up and it's creepy they're like according to our records you you leave the house this yeah. way yeah <laughs> how do they know that because she didn't have a security detail prior i'm kind of wondering who gets security detail and who doesn't yeah me too I don't know. I, I, mean, I feel like if I were to Google it, people would like knock on our front door. Yeah, I'm going to put that out. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Um, so I, I, she's she's coming into this huge. Well, let's talk about the, the her last press briefing. Uh-huh. I was getting emotional seeing her say that this, this is, is her, her last, last one. I know. And they didn't know. No. She just walked in and did it cold. Yeah. So imagine, that had to have been kind of a shocking thing to hear. I was surprised they didn't show more of a shocking reaction in that moment from the press. Yeah, door. they did. Almost they almost like a they deadpan. didn't. Right, it almost seemed like they didn't believe her or that they were expecting it or something. I was kind of expecting a little more of a reaction. Me too. But, I mean, still, it's her last time as press secretary. But I love when Toby. Oh my I love goodness. It. I love anytime anyone else is doing the press briefing. Yes.
1: <laughs> I like love when Josh does it oh, because then we
0: get so the great. secret plans to fight inflation.
1: And I love it when we get Toby
0: because then we've got her swatting, swatting at, at anything with, with her purse. or <laughs> purse. Yeah, it was pretty great. And, you, and it's, it's so typical Toby because he got started on something. Someone said something or made some sort of comment that got him fired up. And it was just like the ball just kept on snowballing. Uh. He just couldn't stop. And, and I love how they're showing everyone else watching it throughout the White House. Oh and Josh starts running, running. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, no 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 no, no no Yeah. Oh man. And I loved uh I loved watching Donna. Let's give a shout out to Donna. Finally oh, yeah. some more screen time with her. Donna and Toby looking for the replacement. Like it's an audition. Yeah, no, like they just do like, <laughs> literally a quick quick yes. of yes. all like we get it's like Seinfeld. We got the low talker, we got the like It was really funny and it definitely put I mean, those are the type of people that they have in the running for that job like that they're pull, pulling from our government i wonder how many people have applied for that job who thinks that they can do it i, I yeah i don't even know i mean do you grow up saying i guess after west wing who grew up saying i want to be cj craig but like but i don't know to, how you to be confident that. enough no. to apply like i feel like if you're applying for a job you have to at least think that you, you can could do, do it. it yeah a little bit fake it till you make it maybe Oh man, know. not not so much in that job. So they found somebody who had no soul that they were going to go with. But we then have. we meet Annabeth. Annabeth shot like going. bang, for Annabeth. Yeah, seriously. I, wh- I what? do you learn. feel about Annabeth? To <sighs> well, i I mean, this may this we will may say reflect. that she turned down our podcast. <laughs> She's the only one who's actually say, turned this down. This may not reflect as much on the character Annabeth. Anna- I typically. Kristen Chenoweth is a little bit more than I can typically handle. She's very musical theater. Oh, and, and I very am very not. not. But I just feel like everything she does is very, um, chirpy. It she is chirpy. A great word. And I don't really do the chirpy. So she kind of annoys the fire out of me on this show. <laughs> but she also just kind of annoys the fire out of me on most things. So Fair. I'm sorry. Fair. But also she didn't want to be on the podcast, so that's not helping. Yeah, it does. it definitely doesn't help because whatever she's adorable she and she's tiny she's sickly talented oh absolutely she's phenomenal and i i loved that it played against her chirpiness when she came in and and toby was immediately underestimating her because Mm she was confused about what she was being considered for and didn't want to be considered for that um but then she immediately put him on the back foot when she's like no like why would you even be trying to put somebody in there um it's so, a very like female empowerment episode. It is really, which is a breath of fresh air. It totally right is. So on that note, CJ is in a lot of weird situations for the first time. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine literally being thrown into the fire? She was just thrown into it. I can't. Im- I can't imagine a pool with a deeper end no. to be thrown into. I mean, the, there's no way I could wrap my head around walking into a job. And not getting any time to prep for it to just literally have to be on go. I can't the imagine. The second you walk in. I can't imagine an, bring them bringing in an outsider. No. Like, she knows his job from the parts that she's seen. Right. But even then, there's parts like, oh. So many. He screens all of the unscheduled phone calls mm-hmm. for the president. And, you know, he gets briefed on everything before. I, and, like, there's no time to get ahead. Where's there time in the day to do all of that? I don't know like all those press briefings. Oh my books. gosh, yeah. That's what I was wondering. How many people work in the Chief of Staff office? There has to be just a, a very large team because it I mean they it, this is TV. Right. right. I know, news/ TV. So they make it look like there's a secretary yeah. or you know, executive assistant and Leo. But there really, has to be, there more. Has to be there like has people to be. highlighting the briefing books and putting right. like Right. But there's no possible years. way one human can read all of that. No. In that short amount of time, every day, yeah, nothing would get accomplished. I would like to know how many people so, are actually anyone know anyone stacked? ever worked in the West Wing. Somebody wanna tweet chime at us. In? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know the validity. Um, also, I love that we get so much Margaret in this episode. Oh, she's so she, wonderful. I mean, CJ was amazing, but I might make Margaret my MVP because she really held it down. She she added to every mm-hmm. scene, and the the humor was oh, so. Yeah great uh there's an exchange where they're talking about uh, well how she has to circle the parts where she needs more information <laughs> yes. and like the room is quiet and everybody's waiting for uh-huh. CJ and she just She's circling everything. every single thing which I everything. loved and then I can identify with this because I've been an assistant for so many years where it's like you're waiting and you're like Taking care of business, but yes. also have to get her lunch order uh-huh. and have to ask all these stupid, stupid questions. questions. Yeah. And like, yeah, oh, that's, do you want mayo on that, that? That's my life, right there. I'm just call me Margaret. She really did. I mean, it, this sort of shown another light on how much she does for Leo and mm-hmm. how much she's on top of. Yeah, and how she's just like boom, 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 boom. And even TJ at the end, she was like, "I've never fully understood you. You're kind of an odd bird, yeah, but you're really good and you run the biggest yeah. army. Watching, please don't leave. Yes." <laughs> basically I love she added so much I thought she did we have CJ going to the situation room for the first time Ooh, yeah a momentous occasion also kind of weird to see her in the sit room actually I have to say the first time yeah like well I haven't even she had never been there right yeah like she has such high security clearance now and Margaret she was so distracted Margaret had to like put CJ's hand up to the thing I loved all of that. It was great. Um, but, and we do get Nancy McNally
1: in this yep, episode, yep, which we do. was
0: great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. But then, who was it? The Secretary of Defense keeps going around CJ. Oh, not just cool. Just drives me all. crazy. Not cool. I mean, it was like, and I don't know, maybe it was, maybe he would have done that to any new chief of staff that came in. Maybe. Kind of felt like it was a little about the feminine thing and the yeah. female, whatever, but I mean, CJ finally. I love it when she finally just called him out. Yeah. And just like, boom,
1: put a stop to it. I
0: was kind of surprised that Nancy McNally didn't speak up for her. I mean, they they concluded the meeting right away, so right. I don't think she really had an opportunity to. But it's like you said, female empowerment and like the shine theory. Yeah. I kind of thought Nancy would be like, oh yeah, I think that what CJ said was you know, yeah, a good point. But he just was so annoying the whole episode. Yeah. Getting in that meeting with the president without telling her and then just bypassing her at every turn. Not cool. In Mr. any event. Secretary. Mm-mm. But uh, you know who was cool? Uh, the Mr. Matt Santos. Oh, he yes. has arrived. Lord. Oh, oh man. man. From the moment oh. he is on screen. I, it's not a looks thing. No, he has a presence. He does. He's so He has a present. Charismatic. He has. I he has the same thing that Josh he has. does. I love them both together they too. Got they do. I just I mean you could just feel the tone shift as soon as he came on screen, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I he really kind of has just this. He's a force. He was so human. Mm-hmm. He was he was passionate about issues, and that's what they showed him doing. Yeah, talking to his staff right. about issues straight away, so mm-hmm. you know that he's. Smart and passionate, but then he was also just very charismatic yeah. and charming. And he just wanted to be with his family. Yeah. He just was tired. Didn't want to do it. Can't fault him for that. Can't fault him at all. But. The- I mean, Josh can obviously, but. <laughs> I like the whole part. <laughs> Who's that guy hugging mommy? Yeah. <laughs> um, we would love to get Jimmy Smith on here. Oh, How my goodness. Be? Love, love, love. So much good stuff coming with-, so great. with Jimmy. I don't know what you guys felt when he was first uh on the show did did anybody object to it I'd love to hear if people I will say I wasn't like I totally mean, amped on it just the... simply because of the nature of what was coming wasn't he on what show was he on he was on like another a police show. yeah well, on like yeah they all run together for me <laughs> oh dear what is it like we'll do our research before we interview him Oh, for sure. But, uh, yeah, so in this episode, I think he's very likable. He was. you have no idea to the magnitude of what his storyline will be. Oh, my goodness. And that was kind of cool, watching it today, or watching this episode, and going, oh, man, this is the first mm-hmm. of everything else that's going to happen in this show. Yeah. yeah. And I do like what he said to Josh, and I'll drop in the audio for this one, um, where He's he's talking about the promotion and the fact that C.J., you know, he was passed over right. for C.J. And right. How does he feel about that? Yeah, C.J. Craig got chief of staff. It's got to be a blow. That's fine, really. Everybody likes the look of the next rung up the ladder. But you know what? You couldn't do the kind of politicking you do behind Leo McGarry's desk. You'd be making sure the trains run on time. They need you. You love that fight. And you're good at it. Yeah. I I mean, I am kind of surprised that they didn't show any sort of feeling from Josh. But, you know, that's fine. It's not like I want there to be bad feelings with me and CJ. We have to talk about the prank, though. Oh, my gosh. That was hysterical. (laughs) And I remember watching the first one. I was like, I think Toby's really doing it. I think he's really, like, resigning. How many times can Toby resign? Exactly. Um, so if in case you forgot, you should just really go and rewatch this episode. Lift off. It's so, so delightful. Good. It's written by Deborah Kahn. And so we get this uh, the senior staff meeting in now CJ's office. Mm-hmm. And Toby says that he doesn't think he can work for her and submits his resignation. <laughs> and then Josh is like, I'd hate to pile on, but like, I don't think I can work for one of my closest friends. And then Bartlett comes yep. in and that's when you know that it's she I'm still surprised. seemed to not know she definitely <laughs> still seemed to look a little shocked I love about that, the whole toby thing i fashion. love that toby broke and yeah he's like i went up you yeah. know like i just love anytime we see toby laughing because it's like what three times exactly the whole series. ever yeah um which was, is why we love him we do oh it was so good um we even have i mean we get some friction with toby and cj because mm-hmm. he says, you know, this is what we're gonna do for the replacement, and she wants a list of names, and she's having that power struggle, especially yeah. with your friends, your friends. and, and someone you work so closely with. Yeah, in a, on a day where you're just trying to keep, keep up your head above and, water, yeah, and establish yourself as an authority figure. Like I don't, and you know, the first part, the first half of the episode, she definitely seemed like she was just playing catch up and just trying to keep up at all yeah but the last little bit she finally gets she it. got it and i feel like she laid down she she laid down a law a little bit and she kind of had to be that way with toby she had to be like no this is what i'm this is what we're doing because i said so mm-hmm. because this is how it's going to make my life slightly easier shut up toby yeah we're doing it and then she gets the intel from toby via Greg Brock about, you know, the mm-hmm. DOJ's worried about this. So it yeah. positioned her to solve this bigger issue. Exactly. And then I just love the exchange that they had where she says I love you desperately. And he's yeah. like, I know. <laughs> um, it was so good. They were just so good together. We also had some good Charlie moments, too. Oh. Like, I, deep as they were. They were. But I did love... I, my favorite was when he... When she keeps going to him. CJ keeps <laughs> going to Charlie. All the way in the hallway. All the way. To get... To tell Charlie that she needs to talk to the president. And he's like, you have a door in your office. And then finally, the last time, he doesn't say anything. He just says, come here. And he grabs her. He takes her, her all the way around through her office. And knocks on the door. And lets her in. And it's I pro- just think it's It's, it's probably great. the longest time that there is a silence. <laughs> Honestly... I don't know. If there's ever been a silence that long while well, there's been walking, no less. Yeah, it was the no walk talk just the walk walk? Oh, it's <laughs> so wonderful. That was great. Charlie was great. Margaret was great. I loved the bit about. <laughs> CJ said that she's never wanted like two vodkas at ten eight, right or seven eight whatever time. They say the first step is admitting you have a problem. Margaret, said so, I have a problem. Wow. I'm not sure I'm the right person. That Everything that they gave Margaret was so on point. She nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So, Margaret was wonderful. I would want her on my Tiger team. Oh, my gosh. Which they're not calling the Tiger team because, you know. It's weird. It is weird. Could, could I be on your Tiger team? Yeah. I will say one thing that in the beginning, I know I we're just bouncing around a little bit, but um, when the president was kind of miffed at, at CJ. Listen. Okay. I- it's so it was very strange. It was because he starts the day saying, You're gonna be great like right. you're on her tiger. Yeah. Thing. And then they do the prank. Yeah. And then it immediately goes to um it didn't get your feel, own copy of right. the It didn't feel very authentic to the characters or to the flow of the rest of the show. It really did or it. The, the episode. And it kinda That might I be mean, the only real misstep that I That felt. was the one blip for me in the episode. But I feel like Maybe they just did that to up up the stakes. Yeah, I mean, you know? and I could see it happening like later in the episode, or maybe a next, uh, an upcoming episode when she has the opportunity to have learned more and maybe have caught on already, and she mm-hmm. doesn't. I could see him doing that, but it felt a little premature to me. Yeah. And it's Bartlett. Come on, yeah. he doesn't do that. I mean, it was her first day. Yes, yes. In any event. That I, was the one thing that was the one moment for me that I was like, meh, I don't really I don't I'm not feeling this. I mean when she when they have that kind of uh attention filled scene together and it's what, they said eight o'clock and she said that Margaret should go home. She yeah. went off to go see Leo at the hospital. Oh, and I would have been I would have burst into tears the moment I got I, out of that I White House. No. I mean Can you imagine this just the pent up everything and the stress and the anxiety and the pressure? I mean, this is this is a huge job that she got thrust into completely unbeknownst to her, without any desire to have the job. It wasn't as if she'd been positioning herself to become mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. had been working her way to it. It literally fell into her lap and she yeah. was supposed to just jump off a cliff. Yep. And she did. It kind of made me want to do it. <laughs> it kind of made me two things. It made me terrified for what's coming and not in the show, in real life. And it made me want to be in the White House. But it not want, yet. Not but in, a, in not in, chief of staff because, seriously, who would hire me? But she had such important issues yeah. that she was dealing with on a minute-by-minute minute yeah. basis. And I just felt like, man, I'm single. I, I can know. do that. Yeah. I can go give it's some good of years exciting. of my life. Yeah. Somebody put in a call. What could I do? I don't know. You'd have to... I, I'd prefer to wait till uh, four years, and oh, then sure. I'd want to jump in. Sure, because that's but, what I need, is yeah. four years, and then I'll be ready. Exactly. Exactly, you will. <laughs> I'm going to start on my campaign. You probably just – I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm going to say, what, I had a, I had a West Wing podcast. I know something. I mean, <laughs> these days, apparently that's all you need to have to get into the White House. Gail. Hey, look over here. Gail was in this episode. Oh, yeah. Shout yes. out to our goldfish Gail. <laughs> Where did Gail – does Gail die? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's a horrible thing, but when they brought Gail, like, Gail's just gotten moved around so much and dealt with so many things. She's been she, here, there, and everywhere. Goldfish think, are not that resilient. They, how long do goldfish live? I don't, I don't <laughs> I'm the wrong person to ask. might have only ever lived about a day. I don't think they live very long. They <laughs> don't. But I'm glad for CJ's sake that she's got Gail at her side. It made her feel a little homey. Oh. To have Gail on her Heavens to Betsy. Oh, my gosh. We have to talk about the uh, guy selling the uh, highly enriched. Oh, yeah. How about that? Okay. So, brand new drop, First day. Cool. You just, your friends just, just pranked right, you. Right. Let's just make it through the day, you know, without setting any nuclear warfare in action. And she thinks she's being punked. Or pranked. Excuse me. That's the... It's okay, Ashton Kutcher won't see us. That's true. But that's the problem with pranks at the White House. Unless they're just taping your stapler or cutting the legs off your desk, you never know. I mean, and it could have been. I mean, let's be honest. The guy and the the briefcase that was uh, handcuffed that, to that him was so and his funny gift to me of wine from his own vines. Every time that guy said McGarry, I kind of lost it. I wanted to speak with Mister Magari. This is gift i bring for him important offer but i wish to speak it with mr mcgarry sadly mr mcgarry's been ill so i'm afraid you're gonna to have to speak it with me yeah his accent was so strong it was, it was very strong i kind of wish it had been tom hanks oh, i love yes. tom hanks's eastern european accent yeah, is it's best. so it is the best. good and this guy was equally as jolly uranium like to make bombs we do not wish to make bombs we give to you. You make what you want. It's true, he was. Mr. McCary. Yeah. Like, I'm trying in all sincerity. I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> I thought he was so funny because he was. was so, like, upbeat. And she's like, uh huh, uh huh. Wait, what? What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're trying to sell us when she, I love when she walked out of the room and she was talking to Margaret and and jo- uh, Josh. And, Josh. I think. Yeah. and it finally dawned on her that this was an actual legitimate situation. This was not a prank. This was not a joke. This was happening. Can you imagine? No, thank you. I no. mean, good job, CJ. We we all knew that you could do it. Mm-hmm. And she did. Well, she's CJ. There's nothing she can't do. I kind of wish I could see uh, what it would have been if Josh had moved up and, like, where the other shifts would have happened. It definitely would have been interesting. It would have been I really guess it wouldn't have been as dramatic because he would just get a, a deputy. Well, would Donna just move up and – Would Donna become – Margaret, no Donna. Well, I was thinking Donna would become uh, Josh, but Oh, maybe I, I don't know. I Suppose she would, or stu- would have inter- been intern Ryan <laughs> gets a real big upgrade. Seriously, would have been fascinating. Like, what else could they have done? I mean, obviously, some people tossed out the idea of Toby, but that, that wouldn't have worked. He needs to he needs to write the yeah, words. Yeah, he needs to not be the one on the phone with the people. Will Bailey? It- that was the other thing. Yeah. If yeah. Will Bailey had gotten promoted over Josh, I oh. probably would have thrown a shoe at the TV Absolutely. more than I did at the end of the new Gilmore Girls. It's true. Y'all, we're not going to talk about it here because only some of you watched it and Oof. only some of you watch it, but man, Y'all we might do a separate it. episode on my other podcast Too much. about it. <laughs> Too much. Um, yeah, I guess that this was really their only. Yeah, it was their only option. Choice. Unless they were to just bring in somebody new. Which can, I can't even fathom. No, that would have been too much yeah. yeah. with where we're going with Santos. No, I thought that, you know, CJ, she can do it. Oh, wait. And also, I guess maybe this isn't a, they didn't make any sort of commentary on it, I don't believe. But I feel like having a female chief of staff is not incredibly common. Common. That's a really good question. I actually don't and I could be wrong. Just You don't know I, I don't all of the chiefs. Of all staff. of the chiefs. Chiefs of staff? Yeah. Uh, but has there ever even been a female chief of staff? I don't know. Ever? We can google it. I yeah, might have to I'm do sure that. somebody will tweet at us so, and let us know. Yeah. That's why I, we need you guys. Seriously. Ooh, uh, I loved this episode though. It was from top was to fun. bottom. I uh you know how you know some episodes by name? Yep. Maybe some people know all of them, yeah. by name. But now I will go, oh, let's definitely watch Liftoff absolutely. If I'm watching it with someone who, you know, it's has seen this far. I mean, I always love c j centric episodes. and but this one, I think, really sh- just highlighted a lot of really great aspects of the character mm-hmm. of a lot of people's characters, actually, yeah, In this one we we got to see more from people we didn't don't usually get to see a lot from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to watch CJ nail it and be... And we get to see Toby totally bomb. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, it was so wonderful. Oh, isn't it fun to see him just unravel on television? Oh, yes. On television. Oh, man. It's so wonderful. Um, so, who would your MVP be? No, I honestly have to go with Margaret, like you. Yeah. I, she... She just killed it this episode. Yeah. She, she really she did. She was like the mayo of the sandwich. She was the mayo of That's the sandwich. That's not true. I hate mayo, but she'd be like some sort of pesto. Yeah. She's definitely <laughs> pesto. She's pesto. I would love to get uh, Nicole on the show. Oh, yeah. Can't seem to get a hold of her. If somebody Nicole, has contact for Nicole. <laughs> we love you. We do love you. We love you. And you're tall, which is which comforting. Which is comforting. <laughs> is that what she said? It is a comforting thing if you're I tall. I wouldn't know because I'm short i'm tall and i understand what cj's saying yeah who run the world tall girls <laughs> apparently apparently but beyonce's tall yeah well See? it all works mm-hmm. um cool well if there's anything else i mean there's plenty that we could have missed oh, because yeah. it, it was a episode chuck full of wonderful things let us know what your favorite part the was. watchable yeah. quality of toby i mean nobody can deny that no Uh, Yeah, if you have things you'd like to add to our discussion, email us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at winginitpod. Pretty much the only place that we're not is Snapchat. We're not snapping it, but not at the moment. Um, We've got some more interviews coming up in season six, hopefully. We're working it out. We're scheduling, so I can't wait to share with y'all. And we'll talk to you soon for episode five, which is the Hubbard Peak. Ooh, Ooh. also a good one. That's the thing. We're like, we're in. we're in it. We're in it now. We got past season five. We're in it. It feels good. New things are happening. Catch the stride. Yeah, it's exciting. Season six. Here we go. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys.